0: All right. Well, good morning or good afternoon or good great time of the day for whenever somebody might be listening to this after the fact. We have an awesome group here this morning, talent advancement, monthly opportunity discussion for us to get together. And sometimes I wonder what we might cover on these. Uh, Sometimes I prepare a good bit in advance. Most of the time I don't and God reveals something that he wants to share. And so one of two things may happen here this morning. Uh, one is this, this may speak to each of you or it'll be really cathartic and really good for me to go through this with you for some personal growth on my side. But I had a mentor of mine share with me recently um, a diva or a letter that was written. It was, the, it was about patience and it felt a bit to me like it was written for me. And I thought in this past couple of years, wow, the measure of patience that we need um, for one another, um, the patience sometimes that we need to have for ourselves as we're seeking a goal, right? That might take time, and so I thought maybe I would go through um, and maybe paraphrase a bit of what I learned through this uh, for you guys as well. But I want to make sure you can be thinking about what are examples of where we are experiencing maybe impatience in our ministry, um, and, and this can be personal growth as well, uh, but with things that we think should go faster than they do, or a school that isn't opening their campus quite as quickly to us, or a volunteer that said they were gonna do something, but they're not doing it you know, quickly enough, or a staff person or a teammate that said, they're, to, you know, there's a lot of examples of where this exists, but I think as we go through this, we need to make sure that we're holding a mirror up to ourselves as well. So with that, I'm gonna to read to you guys um, the beginning of, of this setup here and the gentleman that wrote this article was Marshall Siegel. Uh, He's a staff writer for Desiring God, and if anybody desires, uh, you know, the full article that I shamelessly am stealing from here, then you'll, um, you can ask me for it, and I'll send it your way, but here was the opening that really struck me in this one. It said, patience uh, exists only in a world of disruption, delays, and disappointment. It, It grows only on the battlefield, and so Uh, We cannot practice patience unless our circumstances call for it. And the circumstances that call for it uh, are the kinds of circumstances we wouldn't choose for ourselves. You know, we choose, uh, they say here, convenience, speed, efficiency, and fulfillment, right? And this was like, and, and God often chooses circumstances that call for patience. And here's the part that really struck me at first. He never chooses wrongly. So number one, our opportunity to practice patience and this skill exists only on the battlefield, only in those trials, only in those very situations that we don't want to be in. But God has created those situations specifically for us. And again, despite the fact that I think things or you think things should be going more quickly or somebody should be doing something that they're not, um, it all it doesn't make a difference. God has created that situation for us. Okay. So um, next. Uh, Impatience grows out of our own willingness to trust and submit to God's timing for our lives. And this is where they say impatience is a war for control. And that is so me, right? I want to have control. And this notion of being patient is in many ways, we need to give that control up give it back to the one that should be in control to begin with. Maybe it's getting off of the throne, right? As a part of that. So, um, as we know, uh, you know, we think about the fruit of the spirit, patience being one of those. Uh, obviously, it's important for us here. So, there's different um, there's di- there are different types of people with whom we need to be patient, right? And and God would, would share with us different ways to do that. So, number one, um, and this is actually from First Thessalonians five fourteen, um, we urge you, brothers. Admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, and help the weak, and be patient with them all. So even the notion of supporting these people with patience requires patience, right, as a part of that. So number one, the weak. Um, uh, God doesn't say admonish them. He reserves that for the idle. So there are a set of people in our lives who are weaker, right? Um, and they test our patients because they are maybe needier than um, than the rest for us here. And again, there's uh, the gentleman describes here a tenaciousness in this type of um, this type of patients. In fact, it talks about clinging to the weak even after, and even as I say this, I sense my own impatience even after months or years of inconvenience, right? So those that we're ministering to, maybe our family members, it may be a coach, it may be an athlete. Um, But God is asking us to have an extra measure of patience um, in order to work with them. And here was the part, another part, I guess, I'll say this several times that struck me, is that why should we have this type of patience? And the answer is, because God is patient with us. That's the reason. Any notion that um, we think that the weak shouldn't require as much, or why are they not going more quickly, or whatever it may be, our Heavenly Father is, has in, you know immeasurable patience with his son here, as I raise my hand. And so our reminders, I talked about that mirror that we need to hold up in front of us, is to make sure we understand why we should be patient with others, because God was first so, and continues to be, so patient with us, Okay. So that's the first types so that we talked about the week. The second, the faint hearted, uh, those that are fearful, those that are, you know, discouraged on an ongoing basis here, right? Um, and they get discouraged more than most. And that can actually test us uh, more than anything here. Well, we may uh, not find the situation that they're in as dire as they may see it or repeatedly see it. For us, we're being asked to have extra um. Uh, extra patients there, and the faint-hearted lack the strength or stamina um, others have in relationships in a ministry as well. Right? Uh, they bring burdens that they can't carry themselves, and so we have a responsibility in serving these folks here. And so, if you think about a time where you know all of us have been discouraged before, right? We've been in that situation, and when we've come out the other side of it, and the reference here is Isaiah forty twenty nine to thirty one. Um, and the Lord renewing our, our strength, right? Mount up on, uh, with wings like eagles, run and not be weary, shall walk and not be faint. Once we've experienced that, we long for others to have that. So maybe somebody that's going through a loss in a certain situation, right? Again, I'm thinking about coaches that we're ministering to. They may be down for a reason that is just, it's super heavy and a burden for them. We know the hope, right, that comes from the strength that the Lord can give us. And so in that, we need to be patient as we serve him or her, okay? So these are the different uh, types of situations that may be there. And lastly, idle. And this might be one. Uh, you may have been a part of a team, whether it's on the field, um, in the workplace, where there's somebody who isn't, you know, holding up their end of the bargain. Uh, they, may not be, um, they, they may not be doing what they said they're going to do, and others need to pick up for them. For me, that can be very frustrating. And I would imagine for the times that I've done that, it's frustrating for others that need to pick up for the stuff that I haven't been doing. And so, in this instance, God does instruct us to admonish. Uh, actually, Paul instructs us uh, to admonish those folks, and there's a but it's a gentle rebuke, right? This has to be done again with patience. Uh, I know we're not supposed to define a word with that word in it, uh, but in this instance, what we're doing there. Um, is to have a measure of patience for them as we rebuke them, as we encourage them. And, and there are several examples where, um, where Paul is describing. Sometimes they talk about you know withholding food from them uh, and various things. And so there'll be instances for teammates where we need to we need to do that, well, maybe on the field, and it may be even where we are here. So again, and I'll open it up here for discussion with you guys, um, maybe examples of where we've seen this and maybe where... You've seen somebody patient toward you in a way that that really helped um, and something you want to share with the group. So again, um, we're patient with those we're ministering to, those who may not know the Lord. And, And the reason that we are is because we were once them and God was patient with us. And that sanctification process may take an awfully long time and we shouldn't expect it's going to be overnight type change. So, number one, we're being asked to um, uh, to be patient with them. And again, even our rebukes, they said here, should be seasoned with the humble awareness of our own sinfulness, of just how wicked we would be without the grace of God. So, again, that mirror that we're holding up to ourselves. And then, um, the how of patience. Uh, Even the 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 notion, the idea of patience that we have with folks here. and, 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 and even a good rebuke, right, where it's not chastising somebody, uh, it's, it, it just honors God because we're not giving up on them, right? Or those that are patient with us are not giving up on us because it's easy to give up. It's easy to cast them aside. Um, it's easy to say you're, you're kicked off the team. You're not a part of this, right? Uh, we'll go it uh, our own. But God's not saying that's not what he wants, right? What he's looking for is for us to, um, to be in it for the long haul. And if we think about the parable, the seeds being uh, scattered, or even the notion of, you know, the seeds that get planted, it may take time to grow, our, our patience can be that way as well. It may not be overnight that we see something rather, but these seeds of patience that we're planting, the love that we're sharing with others as a part of that will grow um, over time. And so uh, I'll read the closing part of this article here and then open it up for discussion here. Um, it doesn't mean that patience isn't hard because it is. Whether in traffic on the way to work or a season of significant transition or uncertainty or beside the hospital bed of someone we love, patients can require uncomfortable sacrifice and surrender. In the father's patience, after all, he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us. As it was at the cross, so it is with us. The painfulness of our patience serves its hidden but beautiful purpose to call attention to the beauty and power of God's love. So thank you guys for allowing me to share that this morning. And if you've had a moment to think about, uh, and I haven't planted any questions here, so it could be awkward silence if nobody shares. So just fair warning. Um, But have you guys had somebody exhibit a degree of patience toward you? um, Or have you had the opportunity to do that for somebody else in a way that you think would be helpful for the, the group to hear? Or anything that struck you even
1: about what we just discussed?
2: Hey, Jeff, I can share that, you know, sometimes whether it's fundraising or in ministry, you know, it's tough to be patient because we want immediate results, but we have to build those relationships with coaches and we have to, you know, it takes time for them to trust us and, and go through our materials until, until you start to get huddles and see people's lives transform. And the same with fundraising, you know, you have to, sometimes it may take, you know, months and months uh, before you start to see any results from a lot of the, of the work you put in but patience and prayer has really paid off for us here, you know, in our area. That's really good.
3: Who else? It's possible that everybody here has a PhD in patience.
0: However, unlikely that's, I see, I see Glenn shaking his head. I got a couple smiles. All right. Seeing, people are coming on video to, to make sure we see that they're not there. They're shaking their head. Uh, if so anybody this, did, look-
4: this is a, a lighthearted one, <laughs> but it's the first one that came to mind. And if anybody's ever seen me try to golf, you would, you really appreciate the patience that this person demonstrated toward me. But uh, several years ago, I went down to Kutztown camp and I was the the character coach for the golf sport uh you know it's a it's a multi-sport camp and, and i was i was assigned to be the character coach for golf. So we'd go away every day to the golf course and uh the the head clinician would do his thing and train everybody and i would i would minister to the the golfers and the coaches there and one day while well, everybody was out golfing he said hey do you want a lesson and my my easy response was well no i'm left-handed and you know there's no, there no no clubs over here he goes no no i got some opinion clubs for you so he, he forced me to take a lesson with him. And I'm not, a, I'm, you know, especially then I was definitely not a golfer. Uh, anyway, he videotaped me taking swings and he said, okay, you've got a lot going on right here and we can't fix everything. Let's just focus on one thing. So he focused on one thing uh, and he very patiently watched me fail and, and then get better, better, better at that one thing. But what struck me was you know, he said, I'll stick with this, with you and help you through this. As long as you stick to what I'm asking you to do, if you would, if you would repeat and give your best effort toward repeating what it is I'm asking you to do, I'll, I'll stay here as long as, as long as it takes until you get it right. Mm -hmm. So his patient, his patients, um, he led with patience, but then he said, I'll continue in patience as I see you doing what I'm asking you to do, or at least giving the attempt at doing it. So he was, his patients also, uh, was qualified by, by my diligence in at least trying to do what he has asked me to do. I, not very successfully, but at least I tried.
0: I'm just struck. And I, again, I would love for more, more folks to share here. I'm just struck at how, <clears throat> how prideful I am when I get impatient, because again, I think of how many people that need to be patient with me. And I think about how God needs to be patient um with me and in things that just probably take more time that I'm not doing that he thinks (laughs) he knows isn't going to take uh as short a time as as it should but man I just it just strikes me and Nate that's a great example of
1: coach doing that who else hey Jeff I was struck by when you said you're not supposed to define a word with a word but uh the same word but the truth is, right? Patience begets patience; it just does, and love begets love, and so on and so on. I'm thankful for uh, mentors and coaches, and mother, my um, mother, and uh, you know, friends, um, co-workers, co- kingdom workers who who've been very patient with me in terms of, you know my idiosyncrasies and my insecurities or whatever the case may be. The truth is, you know, when I go to coach and and disciple or whatever I'm doing, the reality is the patience that people have given to me grows and it's fruit that I can have patience with others. So, you know, that's, you know, I actually just was reading James today, right? Like, count it all joy. And what does it say like when you go through that stuff, it produces patience like it produces that in you um, so when you can show that to someone else um, or or do that for someone else it's going to it's going to be what it is in the moment but also plant a seed for that person to be able to do it for someone else
0: What I'm hearing here is that Because people were patient with you throughout life, Um, maybe in parenting, right? If your mom was patient with you, they've now modeled that as well, right? And so now you can pay that forward generationally as a part of that. So, as we are patient with coaches who have all sorts of demands, right, placed on their lives, but if we show a degree of patience, we're in it for the long haul. Thinking about the story that Nathan just told with the coach there. If if we're there and they're willing to invest, be patient. can imagine how they can then go
3: exhibit that patience with their athletes, with others in their lives. It's so good. Who else? Is anybody, and I'm
0: asking this, and you should, you should share if you think you are really good at this, um, please share with us, like what, what can, has God given you truly a spirit of patience with others?
3: Um, does anybody feel like they have that? The flip side: Does anybody really feel like they're they're struggling uh, in this area
0: of, of of patience? And I just think about the last you know couple of years and um, people that might not think like us or agree with us on all things. Um, does that get under our skin? Do we are we shorter with folks?
3: I think. Um, can you hear me? Okay.
1: Great.
3: I'm traveling in the car, so. Um, I think for me, you know, I'm not exceptionally good with patience Um, and definitely for over the last couple of years, I've been shorter with people. And I think uh, the obvious is for me to equate patience with love. Uh, It's obviously in there, but I don't always think of it that way. And so if I can think about patience as long suffering and long suffering with love, it allows me to want to exhibit that more to others. You know, patients can just be a concept sometimes of like, okay, just control yourself, get over it. Don't get angry. Don't get frustrated. Don't, you know, act in a certain way. But when I can parallel that with, okay, this is demonstrating love and it's long suffering for those that are in my life, then it helps me to better. uh, It helps my motivation to do so, I guess. And I, I know that's pretty obvious and and implicit in there, but for me to, to keep that as an intentionality really helps, um, although I'm still not great at it.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's, Ginny, thank you. I, I, I jotted this down and we'll recap at the end. I want to include that. Um, I don't think it's something we, we arrive at ever, right? I think it's something that we need to continually practice. Um, and again, we get to practice this on the battlefield. I don't think there's a way to practice patience unless you're in a situation that requires patience we can arm ourselves with with god's word we can have examples of it but uh it's in the very moment where maybe our our human nature our sin nature wants to lash out or be impatient that we need to actually practice it right right then and there but this notion of i love it patience to long suffering to love that's i'm taking that one away
5: yeah, Jeff, Janine took the, the word long-suffering was right out of my, my mouth there, Janine, thanks for, thanks for saying that. And I the thought I had is um, also, in addition to that, um, <clears throat> you know, kind of getting back to the whole talent advancement, um, you know, lane of our ministry. And not just those who will go out and recruit, hire, train, and develop, but for ourselves, you know, there's statistics that show, you know, getting the staff person to three years is a big marker. Right? We have a lot of statistics in FCA. If someone makes it to the three-year mark, then we have a chance to keep them. Um, We even have a chance to remain, you know, there. Now, I understand that God will call us to different things at various seasons. Not everybody's meant to be a lifer necessarily in FCA or to even remain on the team for, you know, however many years. But I think it really comes back to this, to be able to exhibit patience. What did God say? That's the question. What did God say to you? And I mean that directly to each person that's on this call. What did God tell you when you accepted this responsibility to join the team? What did he tell you? What did he not only tell you to do? What did he, what burden did he put on your heart? But what did he specifically tell you to go do? And then here's the tougher question that really can help. Is it done? Because if it's not done and he told you to do it, then you better be patient and wait for it. And sometimes that doesn't seem attractive or, you know, easy. But to me, that was a, <clears throat> it was many times that I wanted to give up. My wife told me we're giving up. I mean, over and oh, I mean, this is, guys, this is not, you know. I know we all look at each other and we think we all got it together or that person must be like super spiritual in their Zoom box or whatever. But I'm telling you, man, we're all wrestling with what the world may be pulling us to and doubt and fear and challenge. What did God say? God asked us to do this job. Are we done? No. OK, this is hard. Right. Now we got to be patient, you know, and, and wait for it and wait for God to accomplish what he said he was going to do you know, and, um, I don't mean accomplish everything from our, we're always growing till we meet them face to face, but I mean, the assignment that you were called to, and this is why it's so so important that as we're hiring and we get ready to hire that we make it very specific as to what we need, because we want men and women called by God to accomplish that task. And when it gets hard for them and they're sitting there wondering if they can do it, you can hold it up and say, did you do this yet? (laughs) If this is what God told you, right? Okay. Well, then let's see it through to completion. And uh, so, I don't know. That's just a. That's what got me through a lot of times, you know, um, and probably still will <laughs> as I as I go to this next this next phase. I'm sure I'm going to have really challenging moments. But what did God say, you know? And are we are we are we going to follow Him till the end of that, you know, and be patient? So.
0: Thanks for sharing, Dave. I um, it's timely and it reminds me of, of something that God gave me two years ago um, that I thought was an overnight type thing, and I sit here now two years later, realizing um, how much He's taught me in those two years since this this desire this um, this plan that I believe He gave me has not yet come to fruition. Okay, and so I'm thankful. his timing i'm thankful um for the challenge and in many ways david's the same thing it's um have we finished what he's asked us asked us to do um as a part of that so that's a great a great challenge pastor frank you just shared some scripture um what um i don't know if you're in a place to to speak or not if you are what led you to to share that
2: yeah just just listen to the dp and just my experience you know like um in in New York City in the hiring process and just um you know just our desire to be staffed to to reach the multitudes you know it's been it's been challenging man like I mean I'm talking almost 10 years challenging at this point and um but you know you can't get lazy you gotta keep working um not be hasty and, um, and in time, you know, God's timing is perfect. And, um, I was trying to take a break from this camera on zoom, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, just, you know, a- as you wait upon the Lord, he'll just bring the pieces and, um, you know, I'm just so grateful for, um, the, the staff that's, that's been built there and it, and it's, we haven't been lazy we've been working and, and sometimes it's just building up relationship you know we got somebody uh contemplating coming on staff now and that's like three years and just conversations and working with them my man Josh just came on and that was years of him coming and emails and interacting and him taking tours of New York and and um but you know ultimately uh if we if we wait upon the Lord, you know he he'll show that his timing is perfect and we won't make mistakes. Cause most mistakes that I make is when I've gotten impatient. My spiritual grandfather used to say, "I never seem to miss it when I uh, when I wait." You know, if I if I take my time and like Dave said, just what is God saying and what has He said? You know, stay the course. But you get impatient and you wind up making mistakes. So there's a scripture for it.
0: A, a lot of wisdom. And in case you're just listening to this, it's Hebrews 6, 12, um, that Pastor Frank shared there. Um, so as we recap this, and again, I, I, don't, I, I hope this isn't a sense of heaviness going through this, right? But this is, um, for me, it's self-disclosing. It's something that I'm working on. This was my one word uh, two years ago for patience, and, and God did a lot to teach me through that time. But as we recap here, if we think about our personal growth and goals, that may require patience, right, to get there. Uh, discipleship requires patience, relationship building, right. Requires time investment. And this, this patience. support raising, Mike Binding shared, um, uh, donor ministry requires patience. And the idea that David shared that patience begets patience and this love begets love. And Janine talking about patience, uh, leading to this, this long suffering, which then drives toward love as well. Um, and all these things are, are beautiful to me as we look back and appear incredibly challenging um, in the moment, but here's the the two things that I'll leave you guys with here, and that God often chooses circumstances that call for patience, and he never chooses wrongly, so we can rest uh, in those situations that he's given us, and for me, it says giving up control because impatience is a war for control, control that we don't deserve, a, a control that we ought not have, um, and, and really the sooner we release that back to the Lord, um, I think we'll find that this notion of patience, uh, will be much easier to achieve. So Father, thank you for the wisdom of this team. Thank you for your word, um, that talks much about patience. Thank you for the examples that are there. And ultimately, Father, thank you for your patience with us. Thank you that you modeled it, um, in a way that, that we can seek, um, to be better at. Father, we may never arrive, but I ask that, you would have an extra measure of patience with me um, and with our team, Lord, as we uh, begin to grow more like you and your son, Father. Uh, We thank you for the time here this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.